Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Woo Dev Chat, a Do the Woo podcast show. We have a special dev chat for you today, and you might be asking, what is special about this one? Well, I flipped it a bit to bring a conversation in around CloudFest that is happening in Germany next month with an emphasis on the hackathon. To do this, host Robert Jacoby chats with Christian Yeager, CEO of CloudFest, as well as Carol and Alan, who you may know from Yoast. But Carol is the head of the CloudFest hackathon, and Alan is a volunteer project mentor during the event. So with that said, that's a good enough excuse to listen in as we get started with this conversation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Woo Dev Chat at uh, Do The Woo. And we are having a great time today talking with the folks who are running CloudFest and the CloudFest Hackathon. I'm very excited to have uh, my guests here, Carol Olinger, Ellie Schlesser, and uh, Christian uh, Jaeger. Welcome, everyone. Hi there. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having us. <laughs> it's certainly our pleasure. Uh, we're, I don't know exactly when this will go out, but we'll be close, uh, less than a month away uh, before CloudFest and the CloudFest Hackathon. And I guess in order of uh, the activities, let, let's let's kick it off with uh, CloudFest and uh, lead organizer, Carol Olinger. Yeah, my name is Carol, and I am the head of uh, CloudFest Hackathon, which is going to be our main topic today. And yeah, I'm doing that for uh, several years in a row, and it is really one of my favorite projects during the year. Um and yeah, this year we are going to be, we're going to be celebrating also the 20th anniversary of CloudFest. So we are even more excited about what... Uh, Makes us old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is expecting us uh, during CloudFest and the dates leading to the main event CloudFest are all about the CloudFest Hackathon and the WP Day. So I am passing over the mic to uh, Alain, who is one of the project mentors during the CloudFest Hackathon. So what are your thoughts on this year's event? Yes, uh, thanks. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this year's event. Um, the CloudFest Hackathon has always been um, um, a fantastic event that highlights some of the creative problem solving of the open source community. It uh, allows open source contributors to come together um, via the funds of uh, the general sponsors, of course, to um, tackle some of the projects that uh, can, can bring the open source CMSs and larger open source hosting ecosystems forward. And in the past, we had some... Um, some very influential projects that uh, have gone on to to really have an impact that came out of this hackathon. And uh, so I'm looking forward to this year's um, setup of projects that we have to see uh, what will come out of it. That's, that's excellent, Alain. Uh, really, it's interesting because, as uh, Carol mentioned, this is going to be the 20th CloudFest. Uh, but hackathon is relatively new. Christian, can you tell us a little bit about what uh, kind of got got the CloudFest hackathon uh, going in the first place. Yeah, uh, thank you very much. Um, the hackathon, the first edition, I actually 
came to, to join was 2022. The first edition we did at CloudFest was 2019, Carol. Is that right? Uh, actually, I think there was, there was a few previously, but there was even before I was involved. I think it started around 2016. See, it, it says seventh edition. I should just look at our website. Yeah. So 20 years of <laughs> CloudFest, it's going to be the seventh hackathon, the biggest one ever. And the reason why we do it is um, there's actually um, two reasons. One of it, it opens for us as a conference organizer, it opens up the or it builds a bridge to a totally different audience, namely the CMS co contributors, and also how to activate our typical attendees, which are cloud service provider, to take a more active role in our ecosystem, namely by helping or supporting the hackathon, which is Uh, a project, by the way, which is not run for profit, obviously, but it's it's to really enable um, the community to hack or contribute and uh, really design new products. And if I if I may say so, the first edition 2022, I had little idea besides what Carol, of course, told me what's going to happen. So I thought it's going to be a room full of uh, tech and geeky people eating pizza. And actually it was, but we didn't have pizza, yeah. but we had that the German-French equivalent, which is called Flammkuchen. Flammkuchen, And um, But actually only after the event, I realized the um, enormous work and the value the hackers contribute. And not because I understood what everyone was doing, but I understood the impact it had for our core attendee group, which is cloud service provider. So I'm super happy. I'm I became a super fan ever since um, I, I attended. And I'm really looking forward to the biggest one yet. Carol did an excellent job and along with the, with the selection of projects. So really looking forward to it. it, it it's hard keeping track of everything, Christian, with uh, being the uh, CEO of CloudFest. <laughs> we, we, we're trying hard. We're a good team here. So, uh, Carol, uh, last year was easily the biggest hackathon in my memory. Uh, how many folks did we have and how many projects? So uh, we basically had uh, around 120 attendees last year, and we worked on 11 projects. And that was that was also the we, what we determined a good size for the event. So this year, we our attention was not to actually make it bigger. So we wanted to stay with the 120 attendees. But what was really interesting is, so of course, we invite a little bit more people because, you know, plans may change and it's always a few people that are not being able to make it or then sadly visa arrangements cannot be, um, cannot be realized. But this year we invited more people to end up with 120 and it's unbelievable. Every single person confirmed. So that is really a testimonial. Uh, to the people that are applying to attend this event, do it because they know they, they will be there. <laughs> so that being said, here's the teaser. We're going to be 140 people <laughs> for this edition. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Still working on uh, uh, on 11, obviously, different projects. Uh, so this is, for real, going to be the biggest hackathon ever. <laughs> biggest cloud to hackathon ever. <laughs> Brilliant. Congratulations. Uh, before we dive into this year's projects and put Elena on the spot. Who are the, uh, well, let, let's go over a little bit of the format because there there are uh, some winners and second place and third place. And how, how does that work? And uh, who were our champions last year? 
So we only have champions at Cloudfest, yeah? Just want to say. <laughs> well said, Chris. Um, yeah, so uh, let me pick up this question. So basically, we introduced last year, uh, on based on the feedback that we got from, from uh, attendees from previous years, a uh, so-called friendly uh, competition. We did that already uh, in, the, um, in the edition of 2022. But in 2023... We brought it to uh, a next level where we wanted to support a charity organization with the awards that uh, we are um, basically um, select winners for. So what we did is we reached out to our partner companies and attendee companies and asked them to uh, sponsor the different award categories that we defined for this year. So, for example, we're going to have a Future of the Web Award. We're going to have a Social Media Master Award, which is a really good one because it's going to be awarding the team that creates the most boss during the hackathon on social media. And there are three more categories and an overall hackathon winner. And all these awards are tied to a sponsorship from one of our dear partners for the event. And uh, everything that we are going to be raising uh, in terms of money is going to go uh, integrally to the Groundbreaker Talents Initiative, uh, which is really amazing and dear to my heart because it empowers and supports uh, female developers in Uganda. Um, so last year, we managed to fund uh, a whole year of scholarship for a female developer. And with the help of Cloudfest, we invited that person to this year's hackathon. So we will be able to uh, all meet in person uh, our dear Vanessa, who already uh, got certified with the Groundbreaker Talents uh, program. Oh, it's it's amazing. I, I saw the email uh, from Cloudfest uh, earlier this week, or was it last week? And I was that really is uh, one of the great things about what happens at the hackathon, what happens at Cloudfest in general. Uh, uh, and Groundbreakers is a really a, a fantastic organization. It, 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 it's just so cool. I, I, I want to touch on a little slightly technical before we dive into the projects. Uh, this is primarily open source. I, I don't know if it's exclusively, but it, it's it's close to it. Would that be fair? Um, it is all meant to serve the open source community, either directly or indirectly. So. Um, there might be projects where there's no actual code being produced, for example. So um, uh, saying everything is 100% open source is difficult if there's, um, uh, if there's different ways that, that value can be produced. But in the end, all the value that is being produced will serve the open source communities. And uh, we, um, we specifically pick projects in that regard as well so that they... Um, they serve uh, a greater purpose and are not just uh, a marketing vehicle or a product offering of a single company or so. So um, while not everything, as I said, will technically be open source, uh, everything lives under the open source spirit. Yeah, and I remember specifically uh, that I think it was in 22 that the Joomla team that was there put together more of an open source specification rather than uh, actual code to paper code to computer, <laughs> pet to paper, code to computer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's, there's, there are some interesting opportunities. So yeah, let's, let's, let's dive into the uh, 11 projects that'll be uh, going on 
uh, at uh, the Cloudfest Hackathon. Uh, I'll let you run through whatever order you want. <laughs> yeah, then let's let's start maybe. So I don't wanna, I don't want to uh, go into the the profoundest details here because as far as I know, and I'm gonna teasering, uh, I'm gonna be teasering once more. There's gonna be an episode where the uh, actual project leads will deep dive dive deep. <laughs> deep into the project themselves so we don't want to do that twice um but i'm just going to pick uh, a project that is particularly uh, dear to my heart which is uh, the inclusive language checker for open source contributors which is going to be led by uh, birgit olsen so where the primary goal of the project is it's to standardize accessible and inclusive documentation guidelines across uh, different wordpress teams um, so this is also a project that is very much tied to the values that we as organizers uh, want to share with and for this event. So um, accessibility and uh, um, diversity and inclusivity are really important to us. And in order to um, have the attendees for this event uh, really representing the industry and uh, having them more diverse, it was also important for us to be on the lookout for projects that represent these core values for what they are aiming for as, as goal setting. So this is one example. And I am also uh, super proud to say that uh, we have a female lead for this project. And teasering uh, again, it's not the only one. So that is one which I am particularly excited about. Not every project uh, has... Uh... Uh, a, a very special place in this hackathon, I guess. So, um, yeah, um, let me preface this by uh, saying that um, we had um, an overarching goal this year um, because last year we noticed that um, there was a bit of a separation between the different ecosystems, between the different uh, CMSs. And so this time uh, we added some active involvement to make sure that uh, the projects are more. Um, collaborations between CMSs and between ecosystems. So where last year, for example, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Joomla, Joomla did a project where they um, uh, they worked as a team on on one feature for their open source offering. Uh, this time around, we want the Joomla folks to spread over the spread along the projects. We want to have. The CMS Gordon being uh, involved area and so on and so on and so forth. So there was an uh, active um, effort that we did to make sure that uh, we don't have islands of ecosystems that all work on their own separate projects, but there's a lot of cooperation going on between the individual ecosystems. For example, we do have um, a project that is uh, targeting different uh, CMS uh, um, at the same time. Uh, which is called CMS Health Checks, which is uh, led by Niels Laminer, where we do already have commitment from the Joomla, Drupal, and Typo3 uh, um, communities uh, together with the WordPress one. So that's, uh, that's a really exciting one. We do have um, an accessibility project, which is also targeting um, all the CMSs and, and, and the industry at large, because accessibility is important to to all of all of them equally, right? right. This is called "Can Everyone Use," which is going to be led by Annemieke Bovelet. 
And uh, then we do have a MoriaDB project, which is also going to be equally important to different uh, CMS projects, going to be led by Andrew Hutchings directly from the MoriaDB Foundation. And uh, the goal is to integrate MoriaDB catalogs with PHP platforms. Um, yeah, so that's definitely uh, projects, like Alain said, that are targeting multiple CMSs and, um, and not only WordPress, while, of course, knowing that WordPress has the biggest market share and is, according to its market share, also a little bit more represented uh, um, amongst attendees uh, of the Cloud for Second. Yeah, it, it does look like there are two more specific uh, WordPress projects uh, for the Sackathon, but it feels like it'll be less than last year, which is great. And uh, But it, it does, and I don't want to leave Christian out of the conversation because he's you know being bombarded with technical information. Um, last year was also the, the first year for you know sort of the WordPress day. Um, how did that come about? Well, WordPress, or when I started in the business in 2011, uh, um, and I keep re um, repeating that f that sentence, even though it doesn't have to do something with WordPress, is in 2011, everybody told me VPS is dead and shared hosting is dead. <laughs> and now we are 2024, and it's still probably the two most compelling products for pretty much all mass market providers. Now, there is, of course, a second incumbent and a new um, layer which is added to this to to this equation which is wordpress are you saying wordpress is that just like vps and shared hosting <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> yeah exactly wordpress is dead this is what i'm saying no it's actually <laughs> as that as the other two and the reason is that um it became one of the the anchors for many of our visitors so they all either already have wordpress offerings or they are even now not um, concentrating on, on, on getting new customers in, taking over other um, hosting companies, you know, more consolidation. No, they're even looking into WordPress add-ons. They can integrate into their own offerings in order to say, well, I have this add-on which is exclusively available at my service. And that undermines a little bit the importance of, of WordPress in that particular case and this is also the main motivation why we said, okay, there's so much in here. There's so many requests at the hackathon initially um, dealing with WordPress that we have to do something more. And this is when we were approached last year, hey, wouldn't you be able to do this, uh, start CloudFest earlier? We don't need um, a specific um, um, content and we, we would rather like to share ideas. And um, it was a big success. We were, um, the, the room was packed. Um, we, we also had a few learnings from an organizational uh, point of view. <laughs> and this is why we did it uh, this year even more professional. Uh, we made it part of the official agenda. So it starts basically a day earlier. People don't have, during, during CloudFest, they are super busy with meetings and, and attending other sessions. But the Monday seems to be a good day where in the afternoon, everybody's already on site. And has time to be invested into sharing the recent knowledge about WordPress. And this is why we said, okay, this is the perfect topic, the perfect place. Um, let's make something out of it. And this is how WP Day was designed. Uh, and since we're on Do the Woo, of course, there'll be word um, WordCommerce, WooCommerce conversations <laughs> as well. Yeah, it all blends <laughs> WordPress, WordCommerce, WooCommerce. 
just woo, it all gets crazy. So it's it's actually a very nice kind of lead in throughout almost ten days of uh, Europa Park uh, madness. Um, I can't think of another word except madness because it's it's so intense. Uh, so productive and so valuable. You will see me on Saturday, super tired but super happy. Hopefully, so the Saturday after the entire. I was going to say which Saturday? Definitely. <laughs> if it's the first Saturday, then uh, I made something wrong, or the hackers really wanted me to party. Um, a, a quick question. Um, I don't think anyone's ever thought of this. Can folks who arrive early actually kind of take a look at what's going on in the hackathon? You know, peek in. Uh, see, you know, the winners and, you know, sort of the closing uh, ceremonies, I guess, of the hackathon? Yeah, um, actually, if they come find me, uh, we can always uh, arrange something, especially uh, if I remember correctly. We did that with pleasure in the evening so that there wouldn't be like too much of a distraction during the day. But yeah, everyone's basically welcome to come find me and see uh, if we can do a sneak peek. And it is also very, very good for us uh, in terms of, uh, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, uh, finding new potential partners for the editions to come. So yes, but what we cannot do is um, accept attendees on spot. So like I said, we are already at 140, so it wouldn't be possible to just join on a Saturday and say, okay, I'm, I'm specifically interested in this project and uh, can I now start hacking here for the next uh, two and a half days? So that's unfortunately not possible because of the success of the event. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone wants to come by and say hi, we can certainly uh, arrange that. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to meeting all of you in that case. Yes, I know. I know a lot of travelers from the you know U.S. and you know maybe Asia will also be you know coming a day or two early, so that it might first of all just for time zones. Trust me, I know that experience. So I get there a little bit earlier. Um, I, you mentioned partners and the sponsors. I think it would be uh, a shame if we don't actually mention uh, the hackathon sponsors, uh, since you know they are the folks that are facilitating, you know getting the spaces, getting the time, getting the hotel rooms for the for the hackers, I guess we can call them. Uh. Yes, let's do that. So, uh, yeah, this year we do have 12 confirmed partners. And uh, before uh, naming them, we still do have one open slot for a partnership package two and one open slot for partnership package one. So in case anyone out there are listening in is interested in... Uh, uh, in, in, in getting aboard the Cloud Just Hackathon, please reach out directly to me uh, and you can do that via email, carol at cloudfest.com. And like I said, very, very limited spaces. So hurry up. And, and that's Carol with an English E at the end, just so people... Oh, good one. <laughs> very good one. Very good one. Yeah, C-A-R-O-L-E at cloudfest.com. Yeah, it's, it's amazing how I know how my name is spelled, but... I <laughs> That should be amazing. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Before we get into that list, I just want to make a, a, a very funny aside. Literally, everyone on this call has English as a second language. Uh, I may be the most native of the speakers, but it actually is a second language as well. So that, that's where we're having a lot of fun with the carols and Alain, Alain. I can't, I can never get Alain's name right. But you did a perfect job on, on pronouncing my last name, Jaeger. Christian Jaeger. So Jaeger Meister, the Americans here. 
Yeah, that's um, <laughs> family business. Side I don't business. drink that stuff. That's poison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Depends. <laughs> On the last day of Cloudfest, I'm in. If anyone wants to buy me a Jägermeister, here I am. <laughs> okay. Everyone heard that. Uh, after uh, 20 Jägermeisters, we'll see what Carol says. I'll <laughs> be a challenge. <laughs> okay, but uh, more important, most importantly, let's name our dear sponsors for the Cloudfest Hackathon. So this year, uh, uh, we have uh, Intel, uh, Ionov, Inside, Postpress, Group One, Great, Elementor, Codable, Cloudron, Botguard, Automatic, and the Alma Linux Open Source Foundation. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's an amazing, amazing group of folks. Uh, you know, definitely some of these. Our hosting companies, uh, WordPress focus, but you know, even seeing some like Intel supporting the hackathon uh, is that's a very, uh, uh, I think, prestigious for the hackathon as a whole. That uh, yeah, you know, such a large organization uh, is putting sort of the money where the mouth is about uh, yeah, you know, open source development and all of that. Yeah, and they're supporting the hackathon for many years already. And uh, because they're doing that, I also want to mention that they are organizing an AI summit uh, during the first day of CloudFest. So that's also something I'm looking forward to because that's the new thing, right? <laughs> Everyone wants to be up to date about uh, what's going on with AI, even I. <laughs> and I'm not technical. If I hear AI one more time, I'm uh, I'm going to start doing uh, a Jägermeister with uh, Carol. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be the, the most important. If we're going to do like some bingo competition with the buzzwords, like that's, that has to be in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's like the center square because someone's going to say it no matter what. So just like block it out. <laughs> yeah. Or the drinking game. Like it's each time anyone. It's either that or quantum computing. <laughs> it's like these two I hear every day. Oh, oh you know, okay. So, you know, I'm going to test you on that, Christian. <laughs> uh, Quantum has actually kind of, uh, you know, at least from an anecdotal perspective, taken a, a, a huge um, back uh, side to AI. Um, is there anything, uh, I know we're talking about a hackathon, but it's fun to get some like little snippets about the CloudFest agenda as well in here. Uh, how, is there going to be anything quantum uh, related? No, uh, actually, we had quantum last year and the year before. So this year, we are really focusing a little bit more on AI. <laughs> uh, and the reason why is it uh, why why that's the case is not to to get on your nerves, um, uh, Robert. Even though, of course, that could be an argument. But the main driver is we we ask the audience what um, what specifically they would like to learn. We do a, a survey called State of the Cloud, and there uh, we collect the feedback of over a thousand uh, cloud service providers that which have already uh, replied and there were two um two main replies um which we identified the first one being ai and how does it actually impact my business is there a business case for me being the um yeah maybe not into company of the world so what does it mean how can i profit from it can i actually profit from it and the second one was the takeover of broadcom and vmware and whether there's going to be a partner um, program any, uh, anymore. So another strange topic which is emerging right now. 
Um, and then the last one is always about, um, and that's interesting because it was the same last year, is about international collaboration. Like how can I learn from from other market participants which are maybe um, doing business next to me or doing with me or maybe even competing? And that's actually how we derive the, the, this year's theme, which is uniting the nations of cloud because I mean, obviously, we could talk about nations in the sense like, where are you from? Like different countries. We have over 80 different countries attending. But it, nations could also mean the techno technological background an attendee has. So there could be a product manager, software developer, could be a hardware producing. So these kind of nations, so the, the fields of interest or whatever you're going to call it. And this this international collaboration of these nations is what, what CloudFest is known for. And the hackathon is a perfect example because without knowing it um, uh, by heart, there's already people from all over the world. As, as Carol already said, we even have um, our talent from Uganda, which is flying in. Um, last year, we were able to finance five talents in total, uh, one coming only out of the hackathon participants, which is freaking awesome. Uh, this year, of course, I'm hoping for six um, so we will do our part to make that a reality. But it shows that this collaboration part is so important to our audience and to our community. And um, it's it's even ever increasing important. So it's really cool. We have the hackathon helping us to achieve that goal. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great point because I think we have uh, folks from every continent except Antarctica. So uh, I know. Yet. Yet. So I was going to say, Christian and Carol, uh, Next year, we need to at least someone who's uh, maybe spent some time there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do a local meetup Antarctica. Challenge accepted. <laughs> now, there we go. The challenge for CloudFest 2025 hackathon. Someone who's been, uh, you know, not just a vacation, but, you know, actually spent time uh, in Antarctica. Okay. Okay, that's good. You know, folks on the I'm listening to the podcast can't see the weird look Christian's giving me. Like, okay, I was thinking about is the Linux penguin actually from Antarctica, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. But 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 you know, I I, I don't want to. Uh, in fact, I want to even go deeper into this. It, it, it's great how almost like ten days of a program really works out here because the hackathon, uh, you know gets, I think, new people who would not traditionally go to CloudFest uh, to see what this uh, global uh, experience is like. And we, we definitely see a, a huge increase of people. So basically, when they sign up, we ask them, like, are you also planning to attend CloudFest? Or maybe do you have already made, it, made arrangements? And I can see a huge increase of people uh, transferring their interest from like maybe having attended the hackathon a few years back and not so much interested in CloudFest to shifting that. And I would say like at least 50 to 60% of the people that are attending the CloudFest hackathon are now um, attending uh, day one and beyond of the main event CloudFest. So uh, that certainly is uh, a result of having like this... Um, uh, complementary uh, program elements like the WP Day and uh, an AI Summit and so everything we built throughout the last editions. 
but it's also uh, a result of the hackathon um, projects and initiative itself because we built this connection between uh, the deciders and uh, the the big companies of the industry and the open source world, the contributors to the open source project. So with that connection being built over the years, it is clear that that shifts into the main event cloud first. And uh, that is really, really amazing to see. So that's something I'm, I'm actually really proud of. Yeah, I kind of see it in three parts because we have the hackathon, then we have WP Day and the Intel AI Summit, and then really sort of that official get ready to meet uh what are we looking at? 8,000 people at CloudFest now? <laughs> Plus or minus? Yeah. Even if we're wrong, like 10 or 20%, it's, it's still going to be a huge, huge event. It's going to be a full house. Uh, please arrive early. Bring some patience, especially on Tuesday and Wednesday morning. Be ready for queuing. Very British. But it's going to be a full house. And in the U.S., be ready for getting in line. Uh, on sort of a little fun note, how does one survive 10 days starting a CloudFest hackathon? If you find out, tell me. Yeah, eat, eating a lot of Flammkuchens and, and, and some, some Jägermeisters. And, the, and then there's crazy people like Robert, Alain, and me who are going to go to WordCamp Asia the weekend before. So, uh, which is in Taipei, Taiwan, for anybody who doesn't know. So that is uh, definitely going to be uh, an interesting month of March <laughs> for all of us. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking at about three weeks uh, not at home. <laughs> I I just also wanted to mention there's something that we didn't talk about yet about when we were mentioning the projects. What is really important for me to say is also something that we started doing a few editions back uh, when we were uh, trying to have. Um, more targeted, goal-oriented, diverse and inclusive projects at our event, we were coming up with the concept of uh, um, having uh, project mentors and uh, uh, offering guidance uh, throughout the process uh, of having an idea for a project and then having it set up for the hackathon, goal-oriented, having the right target audience defined and, and making it a success. And in that context, I, I wanted to mention, so we have Alain here, um, who is one of the, uh, one of the project mentors that we have for the last edition and for this one. But we also have Lucas Ratzko, uh, and both of them are doing such a brilliant work in, uh, guiding our project leads through the process, um, and finding and, uh, determining the, the right projects for our event. So I wanted to give a shout out to both of them. And maybe Alain can say a few words more about how the process looks like on, on their end. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I have been doing this already last year together with Lucas. So we are already uh, a properly trained team on, on dealing with that. And uh, this year we wanted to um, go through what we've learned last year. So last year we were, we were very specific about what types of values we wanted to have represented in the projects. And um, from the ideas that were submitted, we tried to actively shape those so that we could have some of those values represented. So we wanted to have sustainability, uh, accessibility, um, things, uh, big topics like that, that were represented through uh, the projects. And then we made sure that um, the projects represented those values and that we had the right people to lead those projects 
to um, to get um, to get a successful outcome. And um, this year we um, we're still continuing down this trend, but also we learned from last year where uh, everything, as I mentioned, was a bit too isolated. So this year it's also we want to uh, tie everything um, a bit closer together across the ecosystems. But what I wanted to mention is that from from how I perceive this hackathon, uh, it is it has started as just an annex to the Cloudfest. But um, we slowly, we actively worked on making this a more integral part so that we get a proper bridge between the open source communities and the businesses where the value is created and ultimately where the money is being generated. Because oftentimes, um, those topics are, are a bit, um, um, it's a bit of a taboo to mention them in the same sentence, open source and money. They, they, they tend to not go well together. And um, uh, as project mentors, we really try to get the general ideas of these open source communities, but then um, produce the version of the project that makes the best use of this specific circumstance where businesses are funding this, where businesses are present at the main event so that the open source community gets proper access to these resources and then can bleed over into this business segment. And also, more importantly, and I think that is often the harder part to do, have the business uh, topic bleed over more into the open source communities because they tend to isolate themselves from from that business, but ultimately without a required funding, um, all of these open source projects will ultimately have trouble succeeding. So this amalgamation between the open source spirit and resources that a business-focused event and the participants at that event can provide, that is just such a powerful um, um, happening that, that happens once per year, as far as I know. I don't know of any similar event happening like this. And as project mentors, uh, we try to properly uh, guide the project leads to make sure that they can properly tap into the resources of this specific circumstance. Yeah, I think that that, that is a great point, Alain. And you know, if we look at you know the sponsors for Hackathon, those folks are all sponsoring open source developers day in and day out, you know, uh, Either as, either as true sponsorships or uh, as employees within their own companies. So, the, you know, as, as you know, it, it, it may be some kind of strange, perfect, utopian, open source world. Uh, everyone could just do what they want. It is critical to have um, small, medium, large organizations, uh, you know, keep open source projects going. And, and that that's great to see. Uh, we, we are kind of, uh, running out of our uh, podcast time before uh, the uh, mysterious man behind the curtain, Bob, cuts us off. Uh, one one little uh, little thing I'd like to mention on one of the days. I'm going to let Carol talk to this because she's done so much of the work. Uh, we are having Rainbow in the Cloud. Let's let's uh, if you can just give a little brief. Uh, when is it? Where is it? And what's it about? Oh, yeah. I'm so excited about that. So, this year, Cloudfest is going to host 
uh, the very first uh, diversity um, and LGBTQ plus event, uh, which is called Rainbow in the Cloud. You've got to love that name, do you, right? <laughs> so Rainbow in the Cloud is going to happen uh, on the second day of CloudFest, which is Tuesday, March 19, um, after the main concert on uh, uh, in the in the Colosseo Hotel in the bar called Comedia del Arte, which is also known as the Karaoke Bar. <laughs> yes, the Karaoke Bar. And not surprisingly, there is gonna be karaoke. But more than that, we're gonna have a few very colorful and glittery surprises. Uh, for you during that event and the main goal besides obviously raising awareness for um, having uh, a more diverse and uh, pride-friendly industry and including that like showcasing this during CloudFest because that's the values that we all care for in the organizing team and as an industry we also thought it would be really, really great supporting a few charities in that matter with the event we are organizing. So long story short, again, we reached out to our partners, uh, so the, the partner companies of CloudFest, but also attending companies uh, for CloudFest to sponsor this site event. And a minimum of 50% of all the uh, money we collect for this site event is going to go to three different charities that we chose. And one is a female empowerment company, um, uh, which is called Anita B. The other one is Out in Tech. And the third one is called Rainbow Railroad. So again, if anyone hears the call and feels like, hey, this is so amazing and I want to support this, please reach out to me uh, on Carol with an E at cloudfest.com and we can certainly <laughs> make it happen that uh, you are going to be one of the um, amazing sponsors for Cloudfest's very first diversity and pride event. Perfect. So that, that, that I'm very excited about it. I, I Yes, I'm helping Carol with that as well. So I, I do have a vested interest in uh, seeing Rainbow in the Cloud be quite successful. I'm, I'm thrilled that uh, the CloudFest team uh, has uh, really put their full support and weight behind uh, putting this together. Uh, uh, you know, again, one of the one of the many reasons folks should be uh, attending CloudFest in uh, Germany at Europa Park. Europa Park for Americans, <laughs> or Europa Park for everyone else. <laughs> um, so we, we already know how to get a hold of you, Carol. Uh, so Carol with an E at cloudfest.com. Also, uh, the hackathon at hackathon.cloudfest.com. Yeah, so yeah, you can you can always reach us there and get more information. And uh, yeah, really, really looking forward to seeing you all there. Uh, I can't wait. And I cannot believe that one year has already passed since we were in Europa Park for the last time. <laughs> I tell you. And I guess uh, Do The Woo has uh, a, a nice little coupon code for free standard pass, which is Do The Woo, with two O's, of course. Uh, so we know how to get a hold of Carol at CloudFest. Uh, Elaine, how can we get a hold of you? And, you know, How can we make your life more difficult? Uh, I'm probably um, best reachable on uh, on Twitter X um, and uh, Schlesser A, Schlesser A, 
is my nickname. And uh, per email, if you want to reach me regarding the CloudFest, it's alain.schlesser at gmail.com. Thank Christian. Happy uh, for everyone of the folks listening in to join our uh, cloud festival and um, you can reach me at cj at cloudfest.com and really i will be waiting with open arms at the gate monday latest or for the hackathon on on friday and saturday of course really looking forward and appreciate the work carol is doing and alain are doing and of course you are doing robert um in in making all these great community projects a reality and that's not only um the hackathon which I told you earlier, I became a, a super fan without knowing what I'm a fan of, like the first year. Now I know, of course. And then now we started this Rainbow in the Cloud initiative, which it shows that the community contributes actively. It's like an open source B2B festival we are doing in a way. So I really, really, really much looking forward to it. I love that. And I love that, Christian. That, I think that is a great way of putting it, an open source B2B festival. Uh, we now know the tagline for 2025. <laughs> and you know, that's exactly what should happen. That is exactly what should happen. Like, I think there's so much potential in uniting those both worlds of mine and those both worlds of, of, of us and many of the people out there. And, uh, yeah, I, I am, I am an advocate uh, for doing that in the WordPress ecosphere and beyond. Like, let's unite the open source and business world, please. Thank you all so, so much. I am so excited for uh, another edition, seventh edition of CloudFest Hackathon, 20th edition of CloudFest. Everything starts really getting going what, March 16th um, and goes a solid week uh, afterwards. So uh, very excited. Uh, so you can check out hackathon.cloudfest.com. Uh, or go directly to cloudfest.com uh, to uh, get more information. And I'm sure there's some uh, tickets left, but it is going fast and crazy. People book this a year in advance. Thank you so much, all. Can't wait to see you uh, in March. See you. Bye. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks, everyone. I'd like to thank Christian, Carol, and Alon for joining us today. And I have to admit that listening to this had made me even more excited to attend both the hackathon and the event. And as a media partner this year, you can expect to hear some great episodes recorded during that week from myself and some of my hosts that will be attending. Plus, if you still are thinking about going to CloudFest, as mentioned, use the code DOTHEWOO to get a free standard pass that's really valued at 499 euros. So make sure and grab that and also make sure and find myself or one of my many hosts that will be attending. So we'll see you soon.